No. Mm-hmm. Does she ever she ever taste your mouth when you had clock breath? Oh yeah. This is Foam Freaks. The dirtiest dick. Yeah. <laughs> Suck the unwashed, dirty dick. Daddy Mans is hungry. Hunger for that dick. <laughs> well, happy Tuesday to you as well. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Latest word also from National Press Services in Washington, D.C. This is the latest dispatch just received in our newsroom. Are you ready for some ridiculous news? Give it to me. I'm going to give you a choice between two stories. A growing number of scientists are convinced the future influences the past. Or, ex-hotel boss dies by suicide after admitting to changing communal bathwater only twice a year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I... (laughs) You kind of want both, don't you? Uh, Well, no, the, the first one... I already know what it's going to be about. It's the same thing with like how people are saying that the Holocaust didn't happen. So the future affects the past because it's like people are just rewriting history. They're deciding what they're going to continue to teach and what they're going to pretend didn't happen. It's, it's actually not. They're trying to really, yeah, it's making me not want to believe in science anymore. So with all of this quantum physics stuff. Okay. So they're saying theoretically we have to accept that things that happen in the future can impact the events of the past. Because they've decided that they've measured quantum entanglement when item when the qubits are light years away. Now I don't a light year is a very far distance. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna give myself wrinkles just trying to walk down this theoretical state that they're discussing. We have no physical capability of measuring anything that's a light year away from anything because we can't even travel the distance of a light year off of our planet. But they're saying that when two qubits are entangled, that they can be modified. And since a light year, the way that we measure time is based on traveling of light that you're technically dealing with the past, which is how we can see like the birth of stars and collapse of things. And, you know, the sun may already theoretically be dead for all that we know, blah, 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 blah. Um, What? I don't understand why this is being presented as science and not science fiction, because we cannot travel into the future. And I, I don't know why they're trying to detach humanity from time. Is it more like trying to make people whose lives suck feel like they suck less? <laughs> like being like, you know, it's all the future's fault that your life is currently like this. I, so, you know, it was destiny anyways that you just had a suck life. Yeah, I mean, I think... For me, the biggest problem is that they're they're mixing philosophy in with science, and science is supposed to be stuff that y- you know you create a thesis, mm-hmm. and then you test the thesis, mm-hmm. and, and when I'm- you can reproduce the results again and again and again, it becomes a law of science. Yes, but there's no way to test things that you do today affecting history because history already happened unless it is what you're saying and it's like once the people are wiped out that were around then then did it really happen we have no idea so then we're just carrying forward our interpretation of Mm -hmm. the events that nobody is any longer a witness to Mm -hmm. you know it's like playing telephone too 
but over years instead of just all standing in line and like saying something. So then you're altering the way that the past happened just by storytelling and people like leaving out details and adding their own details. So then it ends up morphing into. Yes. Yeah, so a whole new, yeah. a whole new journey. Yeah. And I guess once the people are dead, it doesn't matter because who's going to correct the story. Yeah. Or if you're down to like the handful of people left, then you can just totally rewrite it yourself. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. I was there and this is how I remember it. But then again, you're like in your 90s. So it's like, all right, how reputable is your brain these days? Do you think this is just more of the scientists that believe in God, like the the small handful trying to justify the answers that science doesn't give us by by blending it in with philosophy? I don't know. Or it's them just trying to get their paycheck. They're like, no, 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 I've, I've been working on shit. This is what I've been working on. And they're like, oh, that sounds scientific. You ready? We've discovered that actions you take today will alter the past. It's like, wait, what? Wow, science. I don't understand that. It hurts my head. Yeah, take be- my money. Because it's not real. <laughs> That's why it's called theoretical. Damn. 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 Where'd you go, loser? I mean, it's got to suck to be... Um, uh, wait, who's the guy in the wheelchair? Stephen Hawking. Okay. Because he came up with string theory and everyone was like, holy shit, string theory. And then the exploration in quantum physics essentially proved that string theory is not correct. Well, he's dead now, though. Yeah? Yeah. So It's the only reason string theory is not correct, because he died. So he's not championing it anymore. And they're like, yeah, it was wrong. Oh, maybe. He's dead, so that theory doesn't exist anymore. Maybe. Hmm. And then, like, years from now, when enough people don't remember that that was his, somebody else is going to say that it's theirs. It's going to be reinvented, rebranded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Maybe I should look into rebranding uh, string theory as something different. Yeah. String cheese theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so many people will be behind that. Because <laughs> it's not limited. It's, it's how thin can you pull the pieces of string. Yeah. Of cheese. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how many universes there are. How good are you at separating string cheese? Yeah. Do you miss string cheese? Uh, there's a vegan string cheese. It's meh. Just hanging out, stroking away. How about you? Yeah. Do you want a wig? Away. Just stroking oh. away. <laughs> I got six inches. Yeah, just what I got. Five. No, you're gonna say eight. Huh? How big are you? Same as same as you, six. Solid wiener size. <laughs> wiener twins. I'm cut. This mushroom head, completely shaved. Yeah, nice. When's the last time you had any? I'm very imaginative, and that's where, like, a lot of my creativity comes from. I cannot stop picturing all of this. So I understand what you're saying, Mems, about... Yeah, no, it's... I'm I'm done. It's destroyed it. It's, it's all yeah. I, I hear these voices in my head when I'm by myself. <laughs> oh, God. I should definitely warn my boyfriend about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, babe, we're going to have to work through some things. I have to... <laughs> I don't know if you want to know, but the imagery. <laughs> it might take a little while. We might have to do some unconventional things to rework. You're going to have to get some like uh, the sex toys to stroke off. Yeah. Get, get a strap on tonight. <laughs> yep, yep. I got to work through trauma. Right, okay. you know, yeah. it's like expecting yeah. a small wiener and he pulls it out and he's fucking gigantic. And you're like, oh shit, you know? Pulls it out and he's fucking gigantic. Fucking gigantic. Okay, so back to the the hotel boss that killed himself because they found out he was only changing communal bath water twice a year. Okay, wait, hotel boss, hotel owner, um, manager. Uh, okay, 
if you're a manager of an establishment, is it really your job to be changing bathwater? Well, which country do you think this occurred in? Oh. Um, Hungary. Do you want another guess or... Uh, think um, countries that have a lot of pride in reputation. France. <laughs> That's arrogant. Arrogance. It's not the same thing. Oh. Okay. It's Japan. Oh, okay. So the guy I essentially... Never, I, was, I was stuck in Europe. Yeah, yeah. He essentially performed harikari, which is when you kill yourself because of shame. Oh. So he fell on his sword for failure. Well, that's kind of epic. <laughs> I was picturing like jumping off. Oh no, I don't. Like, I don't. I, tall building suicide. When I said fell on a sword, I didn't mean literally. I just that was figuratively because that's what harikari is when no, you. No, I. I know what harikari is. I was saying when you said suicide, I was picturing jumping off of like a tall building. Mm. Like that's how he did it. <laughs> Yeah, he instructed his staff to falsify bathwater chlorination records that were submitted to the public health office because we selfishly disliked the smell of chlorine. So not only was he not changing the water, okay, but, he was not keeping it clean. Okay, but if you frequented this bathhouse, maybe... The people that were constantly going also didn't like the smell of chlorine. And that was one of the things that they liked about the place. You know? And if the establishment stayed open and people were still paying and still going there, then like... It couldn't have been that bad. He wasn't getting people sick. Yeah. It's, you know... I don't know. Like, I get it. And then I don't get it at the same time. It's like... Yeah, people think of it as like... Oh, that's so gross. But it's mostly only gross if somebody's like pissing and shitting in the <laughs> bathwater. Then it's like, all right, that's gross because it's bodily waste. Well, it had Legionella bacteria. What does that mean? Uh, it's a potentially deadly germ. And uh, it was at 3,700 times the permitted level. Okay, well, who was supposed to be going around on their rounds and testing this water and they didn't? Yeah, I don't know why the government took so long to catch him, but yeah. they, they found out in November and then he he resigned and he was found dead on a mountain road. Like that is epic. Who knows how he died? It doesn't say, but he left a note that says, I'm very sorry. I feel morally responsible for everything. Please take care of the rest. <gasps> Do you think the Yakuza killed him and gave him the note to blame so that he'd be to blame? Maybe. I just don't feel like, I don't know, I've managed a lot of businesses and you have other people that handle that. So then like, why? No, he told them. Did he though? Because now he's dead. Who's rewriting history uh, now? Damn. I mean, the news said he killed himself, but I don't, doesn't give more details. I don't know. Because like when you manage somewhere, you're like, oh, that annoying job. That's somebody else's problem. So why why and not have somebody else do it? I don't even know what the disgrace would be from. Nobody got sick. Now, if if it's like, hey, a baby fell into the communal bath and died from the from the bacteria because you specifically said, don't put chlorine in it. It smells bad. And we're not going to change the water except every six months. Then I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. But nobody got sick. Yeah. Went on for years. Yeah. Guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe these health regulations are silly and we don't need them. Yeah. I mean, is... Okay, so your skin is an organ. So anything, any type of, you know, bath or whatever that you sit in for a really long time or pool, your skin essentially absorbs at least a little of that. How good is chlorine for our body to be soaking in through an organ? Plus, we swim in the ocean. We swim in lakes. We walk through like disgusting rivers and streams. Yeah, creeks. I used to be playing creeks growing up all the time. Everyone's just a baby now. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Sound like he saved his company a lot of money, made his company <laughs> money. 
And like, nobody got hurt. I don't know. Did he need to die? I'd say no. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we're just all too sensitive. We're protecting the bottom feeders and destroying everyone else in the process. Yeah. Who needs chlorine? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I personally don't go in public pools mostly because people pee in them. And I, like, if you add chlorine to pee, it's not like the pee disappears. <laughs> it's still there. I don't care how much chlorine is in the pool. There is still pee in there. I will say the the part about the standing water without chlorine is bad. Because um, I filled a baby pool with water. And, you know, two days later, it's just got all kinds of little organisms growing in it. Well, yeah, that's because it's just sitting and there's no like filtration or mm -hmm. anything. But what kind of like bathhouses wouldn't have some sort of like. Yeah, no, they've, they've got the, the filters. Filter, it's moving and like people are constantly like in, out, in, out, in, out. So then the water has movement that way too. All right. Well, just be careful if you're going to a bathhouse and it doesn't smell like chlorine. The water might be six months old. I mean, you wouldn't get into a tub after a person just took a bath, right? No. But also, I, when I was in Budapest, I tried to go to the bathhouse just to like see it and like check it out, not to go in. Not my thing. Uh, but because I had my dog with me, they wouldn't even let me go in. And I was like, but I'm not, but I don't want to go like Like I just want to see it. Yeah, I was like, I just want to like sit next to it. And they're like, no. Nah. Well, I know you're supposed to also shower. Like you're supposed to get clean before you go and you soak. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to do that before you go into public pools too. Yeah. You're supposed to like wash off all your like shampoo, body lotion, like clothing detergent, like everything that would like be sitting on your skin. You're supposed to scrub all your dead skin cells off. Do people do it? No. no. So... You know, if people don't do that, like, oh, you're supposed to put chlorine in it. <laughs> All right. You don't follow the rules. They don't follow the rules. Like, sucks suck. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, this is V from The High Fire, and you're listening to Phone Creek. So I was just telling my boyfriend that you're officially, like, my oldest friend that I keep in contact with because, like, my high school friends I don't talk to anymore for some reason. It sucks, but, like, I talk to you, like, relatively consistently, you know, since we have super busy lives, but... Yeah. CJ, you um, have a friend that goes back more than, like, three years? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I have, I have, like, 15 year friendships, actually. Oh, no, yeah, Apparently but... <laughs> so C CJ burns through friends. Yeah. We, we talk about how she she uh yeah, yeah, my, they have five, a, an expiration date. Yeah, <laughs> if if they last five years, I'm like, damn, what are you still doing here? <laughs> yeah, we will I've definitely lasted longer than five years with CJ. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of the distance, I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I also think like we have both grown in our own ways, but we haven't grown apart, but we're still both evolving where I feel like a lot of my friends in LA all grow and they just stay where they started. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I've outgrown you. A lot of fixed mindset yeah. people over here. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. the delusion is so strong because they're just like focused on the pursuit of fame and then it's they because you have to live in delusion it doesn't give you the space to grow oh yeah that makes a lot of sense um you don't have too much of that in new york but i think people just get so wrapped up in and they're still super egotistical there's i feel like there's a little bit of that in new york because everyone's trying to make it like i'm just surrounded by all artists of all types um musicians models like and so you, you kind of get lost in, in that life a little bit, but I, I feel like the rat race, like the pressure for economic survival in New York is significantly different than in LA. Like everybody in LA seems like they're on vacation, permanent vacation. And uh, everyone yeah. in New York is working two or three jobs to pay their rent. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to be a hustler. Like, I refuse to have a nine to five. I will never go back to like office work or anything like that. So I like have two companies and do a plethora of different 
shenanigan jobs to <laughs> to make it, but I do it really well for myself. But then there are other people, like I'm a performer, so there are other people who are new to the performance industry who have never been to New York, but I have taken under my wing before and have ended up stabbing me in the back. And talk about like outgrowing people like this is these are people who have been like really good friends to me and I've taken them in like oh you're from like whatever Baltimore come and hang out with me you're really talented like we can like have a symbiotic relationship and then end up like stealing gigs from me and that you know that saying like keep your keep friends that will mention your name in a crowded room of opportunities like I'm that friend and I've had to cut people out of my life who aren't that friend or who actively Mm -hmm. work against me you know, because what in my job, the professional and personal ties are, or lines are really blurry for the type of work they do that we do. They kind of have to be, um, which sucks. So, but growth is where it's at. Honestly, self-growth is like what we're here to do on this earth, in my opinion. Let's see. There's a lot of acts that we do um, that play on different types of kinks. I think the, the coolest by far, one of my favorite is our Shibari puppeteering act where we have a puppet master who is trying, who like carries out Lola as the puppet and um, puts her on the floor and ties her up like so that it's the puppeteer, the puppet strings. And then um, she brings the puppet to life, but then the puppet gets a mind of her own and she starts like stripping and masturbating on stage and like tries to run into the crowd to like fuck the members of the crowd. Which oh is my. Really funny. Yeah, we have like foot worship acts. We How do have... I get to be in this audience? Oh, um, well, we on my Instagram, um, well, the business Instagram is at the hive fire. So T-H-E-H-I-V-E-S-I-R-E at the hive fire. And we post all of our events that we, that we do um, in New York City. Hopefully some in L.A. I'll be coming out sooner than later. I've been trying to visit CJ forever. Mm-hmm. But um, or in D.C., Miami. Um, and we've been in Canada before. Um, and then on our website, which is www.thehighfire.com is where we get most of our inquiries for our kink act. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. Oh God, I want to lick somebody's asshole. Lick somebody's asshole. So how would, would you guys ever incorporate some nut kicking? Um, you know, we do have a couple of <laughs> pro doms on the team. Um, and I'm sure that they would be down. We do wear eight inch, these are heels, you know. Oh and my God, eight inch stuff. heels. Wow. <laughs> he said, Where's oh my that? gosh, eight inch heels? Yeah, C- CJ rocks <laughs> a lot of heels, but I've never seen her wear some eight inchers. Yeah. Well, I also don't think she's a stripper, so. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but we're, we do a uh, lot of work strip clubs, so it, they're required. Yeah, CJ's going to, uh, uh, we're going to make a video art installation of her kicking some nuts in all okay. the shoes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But, <laughs> like, designer shoes, so it's like fashion, yeah. yet... Ball kicking. <laughs> Super slow motion. I think of anything that was more CJ. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's funny. Like As much as I have a pretty interesting perspective on the on men in society, I don't know if I could ever come from a place, you know, where I could kick someone's balls unless like I was <laughs> myself or friends, but yeah, good for you. Good for you. I have like girls on the team who are like, hell yeah, I would love to fucking do that, but I just can't do it. Mm. I don't know. Well, thank I you mean, V. I, I know I could never get kicked in the nuts on purpose. I was going <laughs> to ask if I was going to ask if you were into that actually. No, I, I, so. Apparently it's a, it's, it's a stepdad wiener game. Yeah. It's stepdad a, dick game. It's a, <laughs> I've 
personally learned. It's mostly a small dick kink. Okay. So shame. <laughs> degradation. <laughs> but like the, it's like they enjoy it. Like they jerk it during the ball kicking and they're like, yes, harder. And I'm like, bro, I am winded. Like, <laughs> Hold on. It just dawned on me because it's the small dick game. Yeah. Maybe they want the swelling to make their dick bigger. No, oh you don't no, you don't kick them in the dick. <laughs> you it, literally just kick them in the balls. Like, yeah, their balls get all swollen. <laughs> but then that only makes their dick look smaller. smaller. Maybe that's it. Wow. Wow. The human brain. What am I? Today's word is stalker. I've got too many stalkers in real life. Oh, wasn't no regular restaurant. I'm not, I'm not, I, just don't, I don't want to say what kind of restaurant it was. I got, I got too many stalkers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. In real life. That's right. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> My friend used to call me and ask me where I was at and how like a dummy used to tell her. All them folks used to show up at the like restaurant. They used to show up. I'm like, oh my God. So I started sending them motherfuckers on wild leaf texts. Telling them I was someplace I wasn't. Is he listening to church in the background? Realize where I really was. I'd be I'm not going to lie. His voice is so low. I only hear like every other word. Like I could not yeah. tell you what he's talking oh, yeah, about. The demons, the demons <laughs> I heard the conversation. That's all. When they, mm-hmm. they, they, they communicate through bad. Oh, the demons. Telepathically. Uh, <gasps> well, we, we joke that CJ's a demon. V, are you also a demon? Kind of. I am. Actually, the sweatshirt I'm wearing says murder daddy on it because I am a demon. It's how I would like to teach like psychically So you guys are, yeah, you're communicating telepathically because you're demons. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really want to bring up. We talked about not bringing up before the interview, but I guess we're now. Yeah, I was like, don't don't call me out on it. Uh, but the callers brought it up, so you guys manifested that through me. You channeled, you summoned it through me. <laughs> oh my god! There's talk of warlocks later too. But if you don't know what you're tapping into, you go crazy. You sure will. As though we are free of sin ourselves. We are free of sin of, ourselves. Uh, I'm not. I'm <laughs> full of sin. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not free of sure sin. I'm free to sin. All the Illuminati is is people who know about this hidden knowledge. <laughs> you know what I really, what I really like, um, kind of like absurd and irrational down rabbit holes all the time the the hollywood like illuminati and kind of occultist occultist aspect of how like everyone's sign all all the and and money i know it's crazy but is it crazy like this i have i love doing on it i love it people really just have really Good arguments for it. But don't you feel like there's more um, demonistic, hedonistic excess in the art world than in the pop culture world? I don't need to be in your club. You mean sim- symbolically? Symbolically, also excess money, like the people that are donating wings to museums and buying all of these ridiculous multi-million dollar paintings so that they can have their name associated with the art on the wall like that, at least with the hollywood stuff they're creating content and product to be consumed by the masses whereas in the in the fine art world it's just like a, a pissing match of who has more money to waste in the name of vanity and ego totally i think that they're both feeding the ego in different ways like 
one is more quietly eating the ego um, as far as public perception is concerned. Whereas celebrities like are fueled by being public and the public having asked them. So it's just eating your ego in a different way. Like we have mega celebrities. Like who's one of the most famous people in the world is like Kim K. So how does someone become that fucking famous and that well known? No, obviously you'd have to sign your sign your life with the devil. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I feel like with um with celebrity that the whole. That is the deal with the devil, because you're not actually necessarily going to be rich and powerful. People are just going to know you. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of celebrities that, like, you know them, you know their face, you know who they are, you know all these things about them, but they really don't have money. Like, they haven't even figured out how to, like, monopolize offers. Yeah, they end up having to continue to be a dancing monkey. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You do sign your life away, don't you? It's mostly to all of the people who are representing you. You're signing your way to your brand, your public persona. You aren't able to actually cultivate a life for yourself, and certainly not a life of privacy. So I think, you know, you're absolutely signing your life away. Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd much rather have wealth than fame. Oh, same. <laughs> I don't want people I mean, knowing who know. I am. Yeah. Yeah, clearly y'all are puppets. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, it's not. I don't. I don't care. The puppet is for the funny. It's just more like I don't. I don't like humanity enough to care if humanity likes me. Like I'd really prefer if I can walk through like a a place with wild animals, and the animals are like, "Oh, you're chill. I'm not scared of you. You're not scared of me." That's much more fulfilling for me than like a crowd of strangers knowing who I am and happily chanting my name. um, I have a bit of social anxiety. And so it's people are always like, that's really weird. You're a performer on stage. I also work in like VIP sales and marketing for nightclubs. But that's a job. You know, I have a purpose. I'm on stage. I'm I'm being watched by the public, but I'm not being observed personally for my personality i'm creating a character yeah um, so i'd much re- but animals oh my god yeah i wish i'm just happy <laughs> cat loves me like if my cat loves me then all is right in the world it's my cat and my my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> narrow worldview everyone else can yeah. suck it <laughs> yeah and not in a fun way yeah, <laughs> in the worst possible way <laughs> the dirtiest dick yeah <laughs> Suck the unwashed, dirty dick. The dead, the dead Indians, dirty dick. Oh, oh God! The, there was <laughs> a, there was a guy that didn't take a shower for like sixty years or something. Oh, that's right, that guy. Yeah, so he's saying you'd have to suck that guy's dick. Is it? I think it's just now caked in in mud at this point. Well, he's dead. Well, he's now. dead. He so. took a bath and died four months later. No. Oh no. Oh my God. Uh-uh. I, yeah, that's you know what, what we were talking crazy. about with Ava. No, that's what Ava thought. No, no he, he took a bath and then he died. Like, was it four I, years? I thought it was four months. No, it was like years. Okay, then it was four years later. It was <clears throat> years. Yeah. Yeah, he did not die because he took a bath. <laughs> yeah, no. She thought. I, that. Got, I got blamed once. My grandfather had a cat and it was a very old outdoor cat. And I was a kid and I bathed it and then it died like two days later and I got blamed for that. <laughs> so, you know, best be out there killing people. Sometimes. <laughs> Cleanliness is above godliness. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'll take you to the heavens. Oh boy. Felt me. Felt me, baby. Felt me. Felt me, baby. See who are you with? My wife. Oh, with your wife? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, what you do together? Oh, there's a lot of fishermen on the line for whatever reason. Do you? Yeah, uh, beautiful. No pun intended. Thirty-five. Yeah, no, no, no pun intended. <laughs> 
Would you like any three-way action? No, we've never gone that far. <laughs> no. What are you, yeah, no. What are you just a second clock? What's that? What are you just a second clock? Cock. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've gone to adult bookstores and the guys watch me get off and stuff. Bookstores? More bookstores? Right. Adult bookstores. Does your wife know you do that? No. No? Mm-hmm. You keeping Does secrets ever, from her? Did she ever taste your mouth when you had clockwork? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so what did she think about that if she knew you had clockwork? Tastes a little yeah, nutty I today. I don't know if she knows I had it, but, you know. Yeah, well, that gets me hot. Mm. Mm. Would you like me to suck your cock in front of the wife? Suck your cock? Sure. What is this, Boston? Or Maine. Yeah, I'd suck oh. your cock all night. What would your wife do if she see me sucking your dick? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Hopefully she'd join in. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. The thing is, they are got a nice pussy. Six inches is not a cock. Yeah, yeah no, definitely not. What it, oh, you know what I always um, talk Can about with my friends? I'm not one to use the word no. like cock or pussy. Yeah, so, but like, like dick is inherently sexual, right? What do you guys think? Oh yeah, a dick. Well, dick would, is sexual. You want me to suck your dick? Like she? the word dick. Is oh, it boy. sexual? Yeah, Does I it, think I think I dick is more sexual up? than penis. Sure. Well, absolutely. But is it more sexual? Can I eat a rat? Cock? No. Like, do you prefer? I think cock? I think cock just sounds bigger. Like, if I were to be like, oh, yeah, that cock. Mm-hmm. It, like, you would think that I'm talking about something that's large. But if I were to yeah. be like... Or aggressive. Yeah. It's like, like, cock is aggressive the same way that cunt is aggressive. You think about, like, I don't know, it would be weird if someone's like, get over here and fuck my cunt. You'd be like, Jesus Christ, what are you... <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, I'm getting like big Bertha vibes from that. <laughs> if it's like, you remember that game? Big Bertha. <laughs> big Bertha? Yeah, in my belly. Big oh my God. Am no. I the only one? <laughs> so there was this game at like arcades where it was like this this big like puppet that inflated with air. And when she inflated with air, she would say, get in my belly. And you'd have to throw balls into it. To feed her belly, but like I could really see her saying, "Like come over and fuck this cunt." Like it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what arcade did you go to? <laughs> the same people who own the bookstore, obviously. <laughs> it was a homemade, a homemade game. <laughs> yeah, maybe I wasn't supposed to be there. I don't know. I have a lot of repressed memories. <laughs> it was actually someone's basement. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> You found you found the kid's parents' sex toy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we just need to throw balls into this. It's a blow-up doll <laughs> with a ski ball hole. It, it, they're all ball gags that she's throwing yeah. into it. <laughs> this is Mama Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I don't start nothing um, with Big Mike. Mike's my friend. You're not. You don't like him. He's my friend. You're not. He's my friend. You're not. Well, let's find out. Let's find I know out. you are, but what am I? Yeah. Bounces off me and sticks to you. you hold a gun to his head and make him say no, he's not? Why would he want to be friends with you? You're not friendly to nobody. He's always been friendly with me. But Kimosabi, this is my girl. You, you gotta, I know, you gotta I know. Say, I don't have to like. Is that misappropriation, Kimosabi? Interesting. As long as you be around, do you ever hear me say anything to this man ever? No, not at all. all the time. I do. People say the same thing. You say you say smart ass comments to me all the time. Why do you think I do that to you, bitch? <laughs> Whoa! I, I, can't, I can't ride with you like that, man. That's that's fucked up. I love I love this woman, man. You you can't do that. Well, you yeah. need to you need to like straighten her out. Calling him out on the line. Yeah. 
Yeah, amazing. Well, that's well, what he was talking about. That's, you know, not, you that's, need not, to, like, that's not your problem. Yeah. people. But I don't want to be friends with somebody problem. like that. Need I didn't talk to my brother for a year because <laughs> of that. Well, who's all starting you out? Racist shit. Oh, I think she's yeah. a chick with the oh. dick. That's her problem. If you lead with hate and you live in hate, <laughs> you're not going to get that. I'm my right. <laughs> Well, don't, 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 don't talk to my girl like that, man. Show respect. Well, he's, doing it, he's doing it on the phone because I can't, can't help it. I can't help it. She provokes me. No, I'm provoking She's just so jealous that she has breasts and a dick. Well, a lot of them, hold on, a lot of them, they mothers. I am bigger than that. They don't like women. They don't, their mothers didn't treat them right. You can tell by the way they talk. Oh, shit. Fuck you. <laughs> he's like called out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah he's back. Oh, she just psychoanalyzed okay. me hard. <laughs> so is Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> we have a surprising number of conservatives on the line. There's only one line. I'm sorry. I can't do it. To me, at least. Yeah, I think the surprising part is that um, so many of the callers are trans. Oh. And the huh. conservatives are hanging out with them undercover. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm I'm not really <clears throat> surprised when you think about the hypocrisy, but it's... Uh, well, do you think the callers are actually trans, or do you think that they're men that are living this fantasy world? Like, I'm a woman. And you're like, well, no, you're not. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess that's, that's an interesting thought, right? Because if we talk about, again, I'm not an authority, but from what I know, um, for trans identity, it's, it's how you identify. So it's not necessarily like your, your physical form. Yeah. It's like how you choose to identify. So an aspect of these men are trans, I would say are, are trans see, seemingly, um, you know, if you want to actively participate with being, you know, in a social situation as a woman, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have, and I don't, I actually don't tell many people this, but I guess I'm going to tell you and, and your listeners now, but I have, <laughs> cause why not? Fuck it. Um, I have dreams that I am a man fucking a woman and it's usually, I'm a very powerful man and I'm fucking like a submissive woman or like my secretary or a stripper. And it's like my favorite, it's like a wet dream, like a wet dream. It's wild. So with that idea as, as an aspect of me, like, do I have this like, dr like dream trans identity that is happening? It's So in your dreams, how big is your cock? <laughs> it's pretty big. It's like, I, I mean, I would say like seven, seven, eight inches. Or, All right. You know. Okay. What's borderline cock? Between wiener and cock. What's, what's Between your girth? Um, I would say about, hmm, you know, like the size of an Advil bottle, like Jesus maybe Christ. like 30 <laughs> inches. Damn. <clears throat> I can safely say that I've never, uh, I've never had a dream about getting fucked by a dick. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I have had a wet dream before thinking about a guy that I was dating but had never slept with so I'd never actually seen his dick but I had a wet dream about a random guy sucking his dick oh interesting but I'd never seen his dick and I don't suck dick so you know I don't know do I guess you, it was do you like the idea of, of intimacy between men yeah I watch gay porn okay so yeah did you end nice. up ever sleeping with this guy? No. So I couldn't tell you what his dick actually looked like. Mm. But I did tell him about the dream. And then he's kind of seemed into it. <laughs> he's like, really? You, a guy was sucking my dick? What did he look like? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could say anything to men, CJ, and they would be like, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell me more about Here's your fantasy. Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just came in my, I came without touching myself. Do I have to pay you for that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Call me Montana. My name is Gorgeous, Beautiful, Gorgeous. GBG. It's like Bond, James Bond. Gorgeous, beautiful, gorgeous. Dude, I love fucking Scarface. I love that's the best fucking movie. Do you think you'll have reason to rewear your James Bond bathing suit, CJ? Oh. Yeah, you I mean, couldn't fuck with that man. Put me next to a pool, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, geez, that motherfucker dusted off some fat rails. He dusted off yeah. some big ass fat rails. Everything was good with him till he wanted to fuck his sister. I don't know if he. I don't what? Say something. You know, let me tell you something. Hold you on. Let me, let me ask you hold this. On, hold on. Let me ask Go you ahead. this right quick. Hold on. Let me ask you Go, this. Go ahead. I'm okay. okay. Was he? Do you think he wanted to fuck her or he just was overprotected of her? No, that movie got weird about that. I think he wanted to. I, fu- I, I, mean, I dude, don't understand that part. Uh, Scarface. Yeah, well, you know what the thing is. Uh, you I heard really dusted like off that. fat rails. <laughs> I mean, he like, shot him am I hearing this correctly? Yeah, I mean, because then he wanted to fuck like, his sister. Like you know, I've you never know, seen shot, this movie. Yeah, it goes it goes real twisted. He was just super high and wanted to fuck whoever was there, and it was just his sister. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is this the movie where they say hello to my little friend? Is see, that the movie? Yeah. Okay, see, then I've seen it. <laughs> well, and he does a bunch of cocaine and wants to fuck his sister. Great. So you got to yeah, go yeah. more of it now. Yes, I don't need don't to watch fuck it. Don't fuck with none of my sisters now. No. Okay? So they were scared to holler at him. He, he chopped he someone up with right. a chainsaw in a shower. Okay? Right. Maybe because he know how niggas was yeah. in the hood. Because the guy stole oh, drugs from him. He, but but mm-hmm. the thing is, hold on, but the thing is, prob- he probably wasn't crazy like trying to kiss you and like coddle you mm. either like Tony Montana was. I guess. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's easy cleanup if you're in a shower. That's why I had so six years old. It's just not telling me. <laughs> I mean, a chainsaw is pretty messy. Yeah, but as long as it doesn't like bounce off of them and then into the wall and then now you have like construction work. Yeah, wall bits in there. Every fucking thing I had on when I was eight years old, five years, I mean, all that. just clogging the plumbing at that <laughs> Unless you put my one horsepower garbage disposal into the shower, <laughs> that thing chops up bones. Yeah, it's actually I'm I'm terrified of it. I'm, I'm regretting my choice. Okay, you want to hear a crazy fucking story? You want to hear something? You want to hear something? I want to hear a crazy fucking story. So, dude, one time I was dating this chick, right? Mm-hmm. And my okay. cousin calls me and like this chick I was dating, like looks at my phone and she's like, who's that? She's like, Heather. And I'm like, oh, that's my cousin. I'm like, I'll get that tomorrow. I'll call her back tomorrow. I'm like, she lives on the East coast. And she's like, oh, she's like, did you fuck her? And I'm like, what? She's like, did you? And I'm like, did you not just hear the point where I just said, that's my cousin? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, what state are you in that this is? <laughs> A nonchalant question. You didn't say which cousin. She's not first, first second, third. Married. For yeah. whatever yeah. reason, we all like know it's blood. okay to fuck your third cousin. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of like <clears throat> six cousins when you think about it. All of us are related because of Kangas Kong. Kong. I was just telling Mams this the other day. I was like, I have like a small percent. Asian in me. I have zero African in me, but I have a small percent of Asian. And I was talking to a friend of mine that's from China and she was like, oh, it's probably from Genghis Khan. So I was telling Mams like, oh, like I must have like Genghis Khan, you know, somewhere in my heritage. And he was like, what? And I was like, you know, from like all the raping. 16 million people walking the earth have Genghis Khan DNA. See? Yeah. I told you. I don't have any Asian in me. I have African. I don't have African. I, have I, I don't. I have, um, I am Polish and British, French, Romanian, and that's it, actually. Oh, you're a gypsy, too. I am Polska Romani. I am a gypsy. <laughs> uh, do you know what your blood type is? I think it's. A negative. Oh. And, uh, huh. 
Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm AB negative. So I just have like theories about like negative blood. Okay. I want to hear them. Uh, okay. So my biggest one is I watched a special on uh, the History Channel that was all about how negative blood is all an alien life, life form. But I watched uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy's special on netflix and he said all humans are aliens okay so all of the positive blood were aliens that came and then they like you know made repopulated a new planet what, what is now all the humans on earth but then another like spaceship came with the negative Mm -hmm. blood and then they tried to like repopulate, but they weren't able to because if somebody with, if a male with positive blood impregnates a woman with negative blood, she could die. Okay. But if a male with negative blood tries to impregnate a female with positive blood, like they can have it. Like it's fine. Yeah. So then there's always going to be a low percentage of negative blood because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like you, you can really only get pregnant safely without having any sort of medical intervention if it's negative, negative. Oh, interesting. So we're just really special. Yeah. <laughs> Miracle babies. Yeah. Mutations. <laughs> yeah. Mutations. Recessive genes. Well, you, have, you have green eyes too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Naturally, that's like one percent of the world's population. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit! Yeah the uh, the other negative partner that I had had green eyes. Interesting. But Red, she's also a ginger. Huh. Okay. Yeah, those traits are a little bit more linked. Huh. Hmm. I never thought about the the negative in the eye color. Mm-hmm. No, it's like almost impossible for somebody with brown eyes to have negative blood because it just doesn't happen. But if you have light eyes, it's more likely that you have negative blood. Interesting. I never thought about it like that. I never, huh? Damn. Dropping knowledge. Okay. Thank you. CJ. Now I'm going to go down that rabbit hole later <clears throat> today. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> This is V. You heard me on Phone Freaks, and you can follow me and my company at The High Fire on Instagram. Shit, yeah, oh!